hey everybody, welcome back. So good to be with you again another week. This is the place where I just drop some thought-provoking ideas to get us to think through how to become better versions of ourselves. So many challenges uh, that we may face, but I believe that we are all destined for greatness if we can dig in and find out really find out and think through why we are here, what we're here to do, what our impact is, and how we can uh, be influencers, difference makers. I'm always thankful for the support and the questions that uh, I receive. So this week, we're going to look at leadership, mentorship. Uh, Someone asked the question, you know, um, mainly because You know, you begin to uh, think about how do you know if you're on track? How do you know if you're on target? How do you know if you need to grow? How do you know if you're ahead of the game? How do you know if you're behind the game, especially when it comes to technology, when it comes to logistics, when it comes to structure, systems, Uh, not necessarily about just, you know, business and entrepreneurship, but, but just everyday life. How do I know if I'm on target uh, based on my calling? How do I know uh, basically what I should be doing and how I should get there? And I believe one of the best ways to know where you are and if you are on target is as you are going on your journey through life. I believe the best thing is to look who is ahead of you. And at that point, you can begin to ask the question, What is it that he or she uh, is doing? What are they doing to to get uh, to their destiny? What are they utilizing? What techniques, what strategies are they using? Um, The statement that really resonated with me when I was trying to grow is if I am the best person in my circle, I have already capped my ability to grow because there's no one in front of me. I need to be led. I need to be mentored. So sometimes we find it comfortable. It sometimes feels good to be the best in your circle. And yes, we want to strive to be the best, but in order to grow, we need to uh, continue to find other people that are in front of us. Because the key thing to think about is if we find ourselves at the front of the pack, that's probably where we realize that we're actually at the back. Uh, because the world is constantly moving, it's constantly evolving, shifting technologically, logistically, system-wise. All of these things are are getting uh, better and faster. I mean, can you think back when um, uh, we're talking about iPads, but back then I had a big chief pad and a fat pencil. And uh, so that's where a lot of those ideas were drafted. Uh, although writing things down can be very stimulating to remembering, uh, technology allows things to, in some cases, be a lot faster and a lot more efficient. How do we know? Because our, our typical growth path can be, for example, knowing your purpose, knowing your passion, then becoming productive with it, uh, scaling your productivity, then becoming profitable. But The next phase is how do we project? How do we look forward and plan for the future? 
because even knowing your purpose, even knowing your passion, even knowing your productivity, even knowing your profitability, uh, without really digging into projections, it sometimes uh, puts us in a position to not know where we are in our growth phase. And your typical growth phase is going to be your your infancy, uh, your development, and then you get to maturity and then you get to decline. Those are some stages that we see for business, but you can see those same stages in life. Where am I? Is Am I uh, at an infancy stage, uh, giving birth to something new? Uh, am I developing and growing? Have I matured? How do I know? Have I plateaued and am I starting to decline? That's where mentorship can really come in, especially with some people that are in front of you that can give you uh, some insight uh, as far as what you need to do. And that's where we really have to take that time to say, you know what, where am I going? You know, where am I going? Why am I here? Where am I going? Who is ahead of me? And what can I learn uh, from them? from their successes and their failures. And I think that's something to keep in mind as well, is that oftentimes we find ourselves not wanting to talk to people that fail, even though we realize that failure can be the best education. I know for me, uh, again, a lot of things that I've learned musically, a lot of things that I've learned technologically with computers and as far as how to use them came from messing something up really bad. And realizing that, well, um, at least I know what not to do next time. And I'm going to actually try to another path because we know that path doesn't work. So, yes, where are we going? Who's ahead of us? Uh, what can we learn from uh, them, from their successes and failure? It's not so much about learning from perfection as much as it is learning from progress. But I, I'm limited. We are finite individuals. We are not infinite. Although we are connected to an infinite God, we have finite experiences. We have finite knowledge. We have limits on us. So therefore, community becomes extremely important because isolation can sometimes be the cap on our growth when we feel that we want to do everything on our own. And so some of the best things to do is look for some uh, leadership to get in front of us. Another thing is to keep in mind is that, yes, we can learn from someone in front of us, their, their, their successes and their failures. We also need to make sure we know the difference between decibels and demonstration because decibels basically uh, has us chasing charisma, but not competency. And I found myself doing that a lot as a kid, that person that could get on the microphone and command the room because they had charisma. But then after a while, you realize after they've actually barked out their directions, they didn't have a strategy or a plan, nor have they actually accomplished what they were actually talking about. So keep that in mind. Who is in front of you? Learn from their successes, learn from their failures, but also do not fall for the trap that believes or makes us believe that decibels actually equal demonstration. We want to know who's been where we've gone, how have they accomplished or even failed at some things, but they are still uh, ahead of us. So keep those things in mind. There is uh, even in the Bible, when you go into 
I believe it was Second uh, Chronicles, or actually First uh, Chronicles, uh, chapter twelve. You begin to look at the mighty men that David surround himself, King David surround himself with, and I mean, these people were so powerful that they were master expert spearmen and um, also uh, in spear, uh, expert in the shield. Um, a lot of their soldiers could actually uh, shoot slingshots with their left and with their right hand. He had people, mighty men of valor, that could actually uh, take on, individually take on 100 people successfully, and even other groups that could take on 1,000. That was his leadership group. But one thing that stood out for uh, for me was the First uh, Chronicles 12, verse 32, about the sons of Issachar, that they were known because they understood the times. They understood the signs of the times and they knew how to tell King David exactly what he should do. That's the type of leadership that we want to find ourselves following. They understand the times. They are progressing even through failure and success, but they know exactly what to tell you in order to be successful. They understand what is going on. They understand the trends. They understand what the future outlook may be because they either have connection, they have research, they have experience. We have to make sure that we are not uh, isolating ourselves from good leadership. Now, one thing that comes to mind when it comes to leadership it reminds me of the game Crack the Whip. I don't know if any of y'all have ever played that game, but that game was the absolute blast, the bomb, whatever you want to call it. But I've asked a number of people if they played Crack the Whip, and I guess uh, that was a country game. I'm from Riesel, Texas, and some of the people that I've talked to, they said, I've never heard that game. I encourage you to go on YouTube and look up Crack the Whip and just watch what happens. So what ends up happening is you have someone at the front of the line and you may have maybe a group of sometimes 15, 20 uh, or more people that are linked arm in arm or hand in hand. So the first person is going to reach back and grab the next person's hand and then so forth and so forth. So you'll have this long line where everyone's holding each other's hand. That very first person just takes off running. I mean, takes off like they're being chased by some wild animal. The goal is how many people can hang on to the leader. And as that leader is zigging and zagging and running around things, it's usually the person at the end that is literally hanging on for dear life. And if they break the chain or break the whip, then they are actually excluded from the game. So, what you have to be careful for is there's a there's some times where we're reaching out to a person in front of us, but we also want to make sure that they're connected to progress. And sometimes you the world is changing so rapidly that we might find ourselves hanging on to a leader that's cracked the whip, if you will. They've been disconnected. They are no longer growing. And yes, they're in front of us, but our progress begins to drop because they have actually cracked that progression whip. So it's virtually impossible to hang on at the end of that whip because one, technically, this is not a good leadership scenario, but it's a good leadership illustration. It's a good leadership illustration on what not to do because what is happening at the front of that whip 
if you will, is that leader is not communicating. That leader just takes off, doesn't cast vision, does not lay a system of how people can follow. That leader just takes off and starts randomly running through a field while everyone else tries to hang on. Well, what can we learn from Crack the Whip? Well, like I said first, if you're hanging on to someone, make sure they're connected to someone ahead of them or your growth is going to be limited. Number two, make sure that the person at the front of the of the line is actually casting good vision because Proverbs says where there is no prophetic vision, there is no discipline where there is no prophetic vision. Some versions say that people perish. So. Make sure that there is communication of vision because a good leader casts vision. Just because someone takes off, it says that you're not a leader if no one's following. You're also not a good leader if you're not casting a path or casting vision for people to follow. Even if people want to follow you, even if people want to know where you're going, if they want to understand how you got there, there must be some type of systemic way you can communicate how you got from A to B, from B to C, and so forth. So again, that cracked the whip. It always cracked me up because we were always trying to hang on for dear life. But what as I look back at that, yes, I want to be connected to someone in front of me. I want to be connected to someone that understands the signs of the times. I want to be connected to someone that has a progression. But I also want to have a very open communication connection with the person in front of me so that I can learn, so that I can document, so that I can develop so that I can produce, so that I can perform, so I can be profitable, so that I can pass something on. I encourage you that if you're feeling stuck, if you're asking yourself, what's next? How do I get to the next point? How do I keep growing? How do I find um, what I need to do next? Continue to look over the horizon and find someone, find some people that are in front of you that are effectively getting things done and really begin to observe what they're doing, follow uh, what they're doing, uh, research, if you will, what they're doing, um, ask a ton of questions. And, you know, even sometimes, as they say, if you know someone that you're really um, that you really look up to, take them to, to take him or her to lunch and um, pay for their time, because, again, it's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your growth, and it is also a a catalyst to moving you forward. So if you have a desire to move forward, if you have a desire to move up, if you have a desire to be an influencer, if you have a desire to be effective, if you have a desire to be impactful, look for someone in front of you, build that relationship, get that mentor Sometimes, as I do, I have to humble myself and realize I don't know everything. I don't have everything in my possession. I need to reach out and I need to keep growing. So thank you so much for hanging out with me this week. Hopefully there was a nugget or two that you can see um, or uh, take with you in order to keep growing, keep developing, being effective. If you had questions about, well, hey, I'm feeling stuck, that mentor is crucial a crucial part of your life. I've gotten a mentor and that is one of the best things I've ever done is finding someone that's wise, effective and willing to share and bring someone along with them. 
I'm thankful for that. So again, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your questions. I appreciate it so much. Uh, if you have any other questions or comments, feel free to reach out at my website, joelmccray.com. And I'll be more than happy to try to get back with you and see how I can incorporate your questions into a, a podcast. If you want to hear other podcasts, you can hear it at my website, again, joelmccray.com, or you can check it out at Apple Podcasts. You can check it out at Pandora, Spotify. Appreciate you so much. Thanks for hanging with me. You have a very blessed day.